Hello, how are you? I hope you're keeping well. It's a beautiful thing. It's a big blessing to to know God and to be aware that God loves you so much. I, I for me personally, I just think that's one of the greatest um, gifts I've received. Of course, attached to that is the gift of salvation, grace, love, joy, and all the beautiful things that God has to give to each of us. Um, that acknowledge ourselves to be his children. And interestingly, even those that do not acknowledge God, even those that do not believe that God exists, he still blesses and blesses them every day. Today, I was um, on my way back from a trip and I met someone on on my flight. Actually, he was just sitting right next to me and I was listening to some uh, Christian music and I love to sing, especially when the lyrics just hit with my just hit my soul, my spirit. So I was singing out loud, and um, we got talking. And he asked, uh, I, I believe he asked what church I attend. And I I first said to him that I like to be identified as a Christian first because the church is one, the body of Christ is one. And having said that, I worship with so so and so church, and I told him the name of my church. And uh, he kept asking and probing, asking a lot of questions. And um, uh, I can't remember exactly what he asked me, but I remember responding that I'm a child of God. I'm the daughter of God. And that's just um, that's just an amazing feeling for me every day. And he was like, okay, so what about him? What about others? Were they not children of God? And I said, look, God has given us all the opportunity to be his children, but some people refuse to acknowledge, you know. And my prayer is for as many people as can to acknowledge God as their father and actually begin to behave like children of God. Um, Now, none of us is perfect, right? But it's by grace. And asking God for the grace, working with him daily, he will teach us how to uh, manifest our character as his children. I mean, have you ever seen a lion that give birth to a rat? Absolutely not possible. Even some lions that um, mate with some um, tigers, they could have um, children known as, as in cubs, known as ligers, etc. Um, in the cat family, I think sometimes it's um, not unusual for them to crossbreed, you know, maybe lion with tiger or leopard with uh, tiger, etc. But the offspring will always show traces of the parent now for us there is no there's no crossbreed god created us in his own image and he has given us the opportunity to manifest the qualities that he possesses but some of us interestingly or sadly have not yet yielded that call so um for me, every day is just is just a beautiful feeling knowing who I am in Christ Jesus, knowing who I am in God. Just and I, the other day I was reading the book of um, Genesis chapter one again, and the Holy Spirit helped me to understand that do you know that the same Spirit of God that was hovering around, uh, you know, upon the waters when the earth was without any form and void, you know, and there was confusion and darkness everywhere, the Spirit of God was hovering around before God instilled order and began to create um, the earth in the form that we see it now. That do I know, you know, did I know that that is the same spirit that God has gifted to us through Christ Jesus, known as the Holy Spirit of God. I That day I was, <laughs> I cannot, I cannot, um, 
effectively describe the feeling. I was in awe and I kept thanking God for finding me to be worthy to house that spirit, to house the spirit of God himself. The spirit of God himself. You know, in the Old Testament, if you read um, uh, the Old Testament carefully, a lot of people that perform great things, you see that the spirit of God came upon them and they did this. The spirit of God came upon him and he did that. For example, Samson, you know, uh, the spirit of God came upon Samson and he performed many great things. But it wasn't like um dwelling in him permanently you know like the spirit of god will come upon these people and they will perform a fantastic you know out of this realm um act and the spirit of god would leave them but for us in the new testament the word of god tells us our lord jesus christ promises disciples that he was going to send the holy spirit who will comfort and abide with us and even in in the new testament we see that um god no longer lives god doesn't live in uh, houses made of hands of or, or made with human hands neither does he live in um uh any physical thing that we can see but he chooses to dwell in the midst of his people he chooses to dwell in our bodies i mean paul when he was writing to some of the churches said do you not know that your body is a temple of the holy spirit do you know what a temple is a temple is like a revered place, like a holy place. Okay, um, so for us as Christians, the closest we can come to is the church, right? That's what people can easily identify with. But as a Christian, your body itself is a temple. And if you if you if you still find it difficult to understand um, what a temple is or how important a temple is, maybe you should look beyond the church and see how non-Christians revere what they deem to be a temple where their God dwells. You see how they will sanctify themselves, how they wash, how they clean themselves before they enter there. In fact, some will go in without shoes and when they get there, they'll kneel down everywhere. It's all quiet, you know, and they're just sober because they believe that they are in the presence of their own God. Now for us as Christians, our God, the God, the God of gods, the God that created all things, right? dwells within us the creator of all things our father in heaven i mean he has identified us as his children as long as we believe and come to to him through christ jesus he dwells within us i mean that's more reason why um you should respect yourself that's 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 one fantastic reason why you must respect yourself and respect others that's one great reason why i must respect myself and respect other human beings because i am not just here floating i am housing the spirit that was in this world before the, before before um before he he made sure that there was order i'm housing the spirit that created all things not just on earth but beyond the earth in all in the entire universe and scientists will say there are many other universes that spirit that created all things i am housing him and some people might find it difficult to phantom because you may feel like how can how can the spirit be here and be in heaven and be in another person at the same time, be in many places at the same time? Well, <laughs> the response I give to you is that God has allowed um, us to understand. Um, he has revealed the things that are necessary for us, you know, to know now. And the rest will understand better by and by.
but blessed are those who believe and i choose to believe and my life is blessed i, I cannot i cannot i cannot sufficiently explain to you how blessed my life has been since i became aware of who i am in christ jesus and it's a journey it's a journey every day i'm becoming more and more aware of my um my personality my substance and um how great i am i mean paul when he was writing also to the church he said do you not know that you are gods do you not know that you are gods and i was reading the book of isaiah um uh, between chapters 40 to 45 i believe and god was um talking to the israelites and he was talking about idol worship and in fact the first time i read that which was a couple of years ago i showed that because you just see that look no be today like <laughs> it is that now there is this god there eh, as far back as four two two four thousand years ago he already knew what people would be doing now and he had already he had already sorted it out like he had already decided on how he was going to treat it and in 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 that in that chapter um, um, in that passage, God was talking about different forms of idol worship. You know, he talked about pe people who would uh, cut a stone or carve a rock and they begin to bow down to it and say that is their God. He talked about people who go to the forest, cut wood, um, um, carve an object out of it and begin to bow down to that object and say that that object is their God. And they do not have the, the brain to remember that they use part of that wood to cook or to warm themselves or to build houses. <laughs> and they do not stop to think about how the wood came about in the first place, that they did not create it. He talked about different forms of idol worship. And I said, this God is just amazing. So why am I recording this podcast? I was listening to the word I love, I love, I love. I enjoy to learn the word every day and you you learn the word through studying your scriptures uh through the help of the holy spirit it's not just to just it's not just to read it and breathe through it and move on it's to ask god for grace you know to understand the, what, what you are reading um you meditate on the scriptures like you've read about it you keep thinking about it praying on it asking god to help you to understand deeper and deeper you listen to the word you listen to the word of god and Praise God for different platforms and mediums through which the word is coming uh, now. So every app that is, I mean, every um, social media that is developed, you have the word of God being uh, preached on that platform. Some people say that they're not on social media because it makes them feel depressed. And one thing I always ask is, who are you following on social media and why are you following them? If you're only following people who have fine clothes, fine shoes, fine bags, you know, fine houses, who travel, who look great, at some point you begin to look at yourself and ask yourself if those people have two heads. Now, I also follow people like that because I love to see beauty. I enjoy seeing beauty. I enjoy seeing other people succeed seeing other people succeed and other people um in good stations of life sort of gives me hope that i would also grow up to that level i mean you cannot attract what you're attacking so um i enjoy i enjoy following uh people who can add value to my life in terms of teaching me how to dress how to speak better uh it's, i i follow some intellectual um handles and people who have great intellectual capacity i follow people who feed me spiritually. I follow a lot of spiritual, um, uh, spiritual based 
handles and they may not necessarily be pastors you know it could just be uh random people who when i check their page or by the grace of god when i come across their page and i check their content and realize that their content um is consistent with uh you know items that would feed my spirit i just i just glue you know, I glue onto them. I, I follow them. I listen from time to time. Of course, I may not necessarily agree with everything they say, but as the word of God says, test the spirits, you know, and any spirit that is not uh, acknowledging that Jesus Christ is the son of God, then that spirit is not of God. And as you listen to the word, God will help you to sift. God will help you to understand. God will help you to pick out what you need to apply to your life. So I was listening to Pastor Mildred Okonkwo today. I, I just came back from a trip and taught to go to her Instagram handle and um, see what she um, had to say because I hadn't been checking her handle for some time. I'd been following some other, um, some other preachers, some other evangelists. And... In the course of her, of her message, I'm not quite sure when she recorded that because it's an old recording. It wasn't um, recorded yesterday or, or any time recent, maybe about four or five days ago. And um, towards the end of her of her session, uh, 3 p.m. with Pastor M, she began. People began to ask questions, and somebody asked this question as to what do you do. If you feel like you're no longer being fed in your church, you feel like you're no longer growing in your church. And the person said that he or she uh, was holding an important position in the church and was worried about leaving because of that position that he or she was holding as to who would um, be able to discharge the duties and responsibilities that he or she had been discharging in the church. But he uh, or she felt that... um, um, the person, this person felt that he or she was not growing anymore in that church and was thinking of what to do to grow spiritually. And I just thought, mm, this question was also on my mind at some point. And I think uh, one of our past podcasts, I also hinted on it a bit. And Pastor Mildred invited her husband, who was also there, Pastor uh, Kingsley Okonkwo, to speak to the question. And I just, immediately he responded, my spirit said, the Spirit of God in me helped me to understand that that is the answer. Because Pastor Kingsley said that you 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 may not be in your church to be fed. You may be in your church to work. Your, your church sometimes is your place of assignment. And while you are performing your assignment, you grow from other sources. And he said that he also was not growing in his church. Like he was not really, um, really like being fed or growing spiritually in his church. So he was drawing strength from other sources and other sources being other preachers, other platforms, other, other, um, other churches outside where you are. And I think one of the, this, one of the, um, um, most terrible things that has happened so far, which I believe that God will correct in his own time is the division in the church. Because all of a sudden, people will say, oh, now these are my own words. All of a sudden, people will say, oh, I worship with um, uh, this particular, with ABC ministry. I don't want to listen to people from XYZ ministry. Or I worship with um, uh, so-so-and-so church and the other church, I don't want to listen to them. Uh, And it just reminds me 
of when Jesus Christ himself, I mean, for me, <laughs> Christ is the foundation. If Jesus Christ has said something, if anybody else in the scriptures says anything that is contrary to what Christ has said, I'm sorry, I'm going to take what Jesus has said, right? And thankfully, no one has contradicted Jesus Christ in the scriptures. Jesus Christ himself, when his disciples in the New Testament, um, were going out to preach. They came back to him one day and said, Oh, master, we met this other group of people. They have not been following us, but they are, they are casting out demons in your name. They are, they are preaching in your name and they are performing great signs and wonders in your name, in the name of you, Jesus Christ. They are performing these things, but they are not following us. And Jesus said, if they are not against you, then they are for us. If they are not against you, then they are for us. Jesus Christ himself recognized that, look, as many as believe and come unto him, you know, even though they are not following him physically, but they believe the message, they can perform great exploits with the power that he has given as many that believe him, with the power that God has given as many that believe Jesus Christ. So sometimes it's, um, it's mind boggling when we try to be assistant God or try to, um, I don't even know how to begin to explain it because uh, it's difficult to it's difficult to explain. We we try to uh, become judgmental to help God to decide who will go to heaven and who wouldn't. To help God to decide who is worshiping Him and who isn't. I mean, you cannot help God. If anything, you must remember the story of Uzzah. Uzzah had um, the the children of Israel had been told, "Do not touch the ark." Never you touch the ark. Only the priests or the people who had been appointed could touch the ark. And then the ark had um, been captured by the enemy in a battle. And uh, after God had uh, intervened, God allowed that to happen, you know, to uh, deal with the children of Israel. But after he had allowed the ark to be uh, restored back to Israel, and they were bringing the ark back, um, the, the, uh, the ass that the animals, the carriage that carried the ark uh, tilted sort of, and the, it seemed like the ark was going to fall. And Uzzah stretched forth his hand to hold it and keep it in place. And he, he, he died immediately. He died immediately, which was to send a message to everyone that once God says something, he means it. When God says something, he means it. I don't know what Uzzah might have been thinking in his heart. Only God knows. Maybe he thought that ah, God will not be able to protect, uh, to, to hold this act. Let me help God to balance it well. Or maybe he forgot. I really don't know, but only God knows. But the truth of the matter is that you cannot, you cannot, you cannot be God and you cannot do God's work for him. In fact, uh, Jesus told us, focus on removing the log in your own eyes rather than taking off the speck in another person's eyes. If everyone can focus on themselves, am I, am I heaven worthy? Am I doing what God and Christ have instituted for me to do? Am I obeying the word of God? Am I being a true Christian? Because sometimes the people you're even pointing fingers at, if you look at their life, their life is actually more Christ, Christ-like than yours. Yes, some of the institutions or the churches uh, that you are pointing fingers at and claiming that they are not really um, grounded, uh, a lot of the times, they, 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 if you look deep, you see that they are depicting the image of Christ more than, more than you do. You know, the, the word of uh, Jesus was saying um, on that day that um, 
I, I will say to, uh, to people, you saw me hungry. You did not feed me. I was in hospital. You didn't visit me. I was in prison. You did not take care of me and all, and all of this. And people will say, Lord, when did we see you do all of this? And you say, well, for as many that did this for people who were in those conditions, they are doing it for me. Now you see some ministries, some churches, some organizations that are actually focused on helping the poor. You see some organizations that are actually focused on helping people to understand how much God is as love, that how much, how much, how much God loves them, helping people to understand the true nature and character of God. That God is not just this angry guy up there that is just looking for whom to issue judgment on and destroy for not like, oh, I'm God is not petty people. God is not petty. And the saddest thing that has happened is that people misrepresent him a lot. People, imagine people saying that God is no longer speaking. That means he, he's like um, an idol. He's the idols that don't talk. Even those ones, sometimes demons will just penetrate and talk to the priest. And the priest will say, oh, this is what the God is saying, you know, or the, whatever. But our God speaks. There's a reason why uh, when you want to speak about the scripture, you say, the Bible says, the scripture says, you know, like in present continuous tense, it's not past tense because that scripture continues to speak and God continues to reveal to people things that help us to understand the scriptures every day better than, 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 than we, than we ever did in the past, better than people ever did in the past. So God speaks to his children. If he doesn't speak, imagine a father that doesn't talk to his children. Imagine a father that just um, wrote his statement to his children and doesn't talk to them again. That one is dead now. I mean, because it's a will, a testament that will just be put down there and then um, you will not hear again. Yes, the word of God says nobody should add or subtract from it. What he has said is final and his spirit will help us to understand it day by day, better and better, give us more clarity. But what he has said does not change. What he has said is not changing. You know, he has said Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. He's not going to come back and say, well, uh, maybe you should not go through Jesus. It's okay for you not to go. No. And that's why um, Paul, uh, Apostle Paul, when he was speaking to, to the church, he said, test the spirits. Test the spirits. Uh, was it John that said that? Test the spirits. Any spirit that does not confirm that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and that he came, he died, was crucified, um, he died, he was buried, and he resurrected on the third day and ascended to heaven. That spirit is not of God. Any spirit that doesn't acknowledge this is not of God. So, my brothers, my sisters, dear listener, thank you very much for listening. The essence of this message today is to let you know that... Um, God sees you, God loves you, and you can understand him more and more through various platforms and mediums. Please plant yourself in a living church, a church that is grounded in the scriptures, a church that acknowledges that Jesus Christ is the son of God, a church that uh, roots itself in the word of God. Plant yourself in that church. And beyond thinking about what the church can do for you, think of how you can also help other people in the church. And while, while you grow as much as God helps you to grow there and you help to grow other people, please, please, please pray to God for grace 
to study the scriptures, pray to God for revelations, to understand what the scripture is saying to you. Pray to God to lead you to various platforms where you can also draw messages from various um, men and women of God, many instruments that God is using. And in this time, God has raised many. God has raised many people. There's this guy, um, I think his name is Andrea. I can't remember what his full name is, but um, he, he posts like two, three, four minutes videos on Instagram. And there was this particular one that he posted and he was talking about what we see and what we hear you know he said uh, what you expose your eyes and your ears to uh, are the things that feed your your soul at the end of the day and um, determine who you are now for me personally I have a photographic memory once I see something it's difficult for me to unsee it and my mind can be very very creative so when I see uh, something dangerous it could actually haunt my mind for for weeks so for the life of me, I do not understand why people watch horror movies. I mean, life itself is, <laughs> I don't know. So when I see people watching horror movies daily, I ask, I ask myself, I don't really ask them, but I ask myself, what is, the, what are they enjoying or benefiting? Like your heart to be racing, your eyes to pop out, your, your blood will be flowing very fast. If you want to get your heart rate up or you want your adrenaline to be pumping, please go out and take a run, take a jog, take in some oxygen burn some fat you know and um gain 100 percent benefits from doing those exercises now sitting down feeding your 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 mind with gruesome images you see blood you see people doing all sorts of things and even in music even in music these days it's like if you're not naked you have not started singing <laughs> if you're not naked, you have not started singing. So a lot of the music videos back in the day, like in the nineties, when I was in secondary school, also known as high school, I used to enjoy watching music videos a lot. And for two reasons, number one, hairstyles, like the African-American musicians, they used to make fantastic hairstyles. So I used to watch music to learn hairstyles uh secondly for fashion i used to look out for fashion trends and automatically because what you are looking at and you are hearing you will you will just it will just stick automatically i knew many musical lyrics i knew the lyrics of many um many um songs worldly songs secular songs to the extent that when even till now, sometimes uh, it, they could just pop up on my mind and I start to sing them and people will look at me like, how do you know this song? You know, because things I had fed my mind with over 20 years ago, they still continue to reverberate. So, um, and, and it's not, it's not just, it's not just uh, the image in the music videos, even the lyrics. I mean, yeah, you're listening to a music lyric and somebody is saying, I'm uh um, I'm going to kill you or I'm, I'm mad or, you know, some, some words that you know that you do not want to use on yourself. You might just feel like, okay, uh, it's just a song. But before you know it, you will, let me tell you, let me share with you an experience I had in university. Hmm. I don't think I've really shared this uh, in any platform before. So this was my final year and I... Uh, I was preparing for my final, uh, my final exams. Um, it was the first semester, thankfully. God is merciful. It was the first semester of my final year. So I was preparing for my international law exams. And 
the lecturer had not taught one particular topic, but he told us that we should be rest assured that that topic was going to come out. And we had heard from um, ex-students, students who had graduated from the university, that that was a compulsory topic. I believe it was jurisdiction, if I'm not mistaken. So for some reason, I hadn't heard of this until the day before the exam. So uh, I was very energetic, and I decided to go and read all night in preparation for that exam. The exam was going to be in the afternoon, like 12 noon. So I went to um, the the classrooms, uh, and I went with my phone, my earpiece. I had some songs downloaded on my phone, and in those days, uh, I could actually listen to music and read, and it would stick. So the music was just to block out noise, and my mind would be reading what um, the book before me and assimilating as well. So I was listening to this particular song. I don't want to mention the artist, but the song had to do with um, uh, somebody who was disturbed, who was... Um, almost going crazy over something <laughs> that was that was that was uh the main theme of that song if i if i were to sing a line of a song now many people will know it but i don't want to i don't want to because it's not about the artist or the song but the thing is as i was listening to the song i knew that this song is singing about going crazy over something and because the beats the other instruments that they use, plus the artist song, it was so nice. I put like on auto repeats. So it was playing and playing. I think I listened to it maybe about 10 times or a little less than that um, before I skipped to the next song. And sometime around uh, 6 a.m. when the hostel doors were open, because they usually shut the hostel doors at 12 midnight. So wherever you are at 12 midnight, you better stay there. And I was in class reading with the aim to cover all the cases and the text on this particular subject, this particular topic that we had not been taught before the exam, because we um, somehow it was in the grapevine that that was going to be a compulsory question. It was going to carry 40 marks. So by the time I got back to the hostel at 6, I showered and tried to get some rest. I got up at about uh, 11 a.m. and uh, started preparing to go for my exam, which was starting at 12 noon. I just noticed that my head was hurting. I felt like I was running a fever. And I, immediately I got into the exam hall and sat down. The lyrics of this song stayed banging in my head. Like I was, it felt like they were playing the song in my head. The lyrics of that particular song that I had been listening to. I felt like I was going crazy, honestly. For like almost an hour, I just sat there. I was sweating. I could, and I, and I was one of the best students in my class. Lecturers knew me. The students knew that I was, I was brilliant. And, um, I could not write anything. <laughs> I could, I just managed to write my name on the answer sheet. And I, I was looking at the question paper and the words were swimming. And this song kept on playing in my head. My head was throbbing. A part of me, okay, I think I had shared this with students uh, when I visited my university sometime last year. I, 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 I was invited by students to speak to them about something, and I shared this experience. I think that's probably the only time I've shared it publicly. And um, my head was pounding, throbbing. I felt like I was running high temperature, and I was sweating at the same time. 
I remember that one of the invigilators came to me and asked if I was okay. And I said yes. But after that invigilator left, a part of me was saying, why not get up and leave the hall? Tell them you're not feeling fine. Another part of me said, if you leave this hall, you will have to repeat this exam, which means that you are not going to graduate with your set. And for me, who had already been through a lot in life before I got to that point, I, could not, I couldn't waste any extra year or any extra time. So I, w- I just sat there until... The Holy Spirit, God is merciful because uh, as his word says, he will always provide a way of escape. God um, in his mercy, because I don't think I even prayed before I started reading the night before. At the time, I wasn't exactly spiritually strong. I wasn't, I was, I wasn't bad, but I wasn't, I wasn't, um, I wasn't. I wasn't spiritually strong. That's the, that's the truth. I knew God. I love God. I enjoyed taking part in church activities and I just went with the flow, but I was not spiritually grounded. So I did not pray before I started reading because if I had prayed, if I had asked God for direction, God would probably have told me not to listen to that song. God would probably have told me to stay in my hostel room and do the studying. Now, I didn't want to stay in my hostel room because most times people will be gisting and they will keep talking until about midnight before they fall asleep. And by the time they are sleeping, when you look at them, you look at your bed, you just want to lie down and off you go. You sleep and you wake up and realize that you didn't achieve what you intended. That's why I had decided to go to the classroom because uh, you are looking at other people reading and uh, you're sitting upright. Um, you have your gum in your mouth, you have your music, and um, you just be motivated to keep reading until time just goes uh, by quickly and the morning comes. So uh, as I was in that condition in the exam hall, the Holy Spirit um, asked me to to be calm. I remember God uh, reminded me to pray, to ask God for what I wanted. And I just said a word of prayer in my heart. I said, God, please, I know I messed up by, uh, listening to this song, because I think even at the time I was putting that song on auto repeat, something within me had told me that, um, the song I was listening to was not right for my spirit. I think I had that, that feeling, but I just quenched the feeling immediately and continued. I was enjoying the song, you know, physically in the flesh. So God asked me to, uh, reminded me to pray and I, and I asked God for forgiveness and I prayed to God to help me to write that exam, to take away the headache, to take away the sound I was hearing in my head because all of a sudden things were going, it was like I was going crazy in the hall, honestly. So immediately I made that word of prayer. A few minutes after I was calmer and then I started to write. Guess what? Even the question on jurisdiction, uh, that's compulsory question. It came out, but I did not remember anything I read. I did not remember anything that I read. So God just reminded me to treat the other uh, two or three questions and then come back to that one. So really, I wrote my own exam in one hour, an exam that was supposed to be maybe two hours or two hours, 30 minutes. I wrote, I wrote mine in one hour because I had spent the first hour just... Uh, in in one crazy spell that I cannot understand, I still can't explain fully. So, um, music, what you see with your e- with your eyes, what you hear with your ear, it's not only music. Um, it's not only movies. It could be anything. There are people who, when they see people fighting, they want to go and watch. And I'm like, what are you watching? You you see people fighting each other, and you are going to. <clears throat> 
You're going to stand there and watch them. It's not like you're going to separate. You just want to look at what they are doing. It doesn't make any sense to me. It does not make any... Uh, okay, are you watching as a witness? Or what? you're watching to be able to um, stand as a witness later to say this is what happened or what? Or you're watching to learn tactics on how you will fight somebody or how you will defend it. I, it doesn't... I, for the life of me, I can't explain what people benefit by watching those things and hearing all sorts of things so you hear um uh maybe there's a a a, a, a program or whatever or people are always gossiping talking bad about other people and you keep listening okay in my country uh, currently we are going through an electioneering period and i know that there'll be all sorts of analysis on television now i have personally made up my mind on my candidates who i want to vote for and I made up my mind after I had conducted, excuse me, I made up my mind after I had done my own research, I had made my findings on all the candidates and I decided to settle on the candidates I wanted to vote for, for president, for the governorship. I had also uh, done some findings and decided on who I'm going to vote for. For the other um, electoral offices, I've also made up my mind on the strategy that I'll use in voting. So I decided not to listen to all the analysis going on because a lot of the times these analyses just drive me crazy. They, 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 they sort of drive me crazy. When people begin to review what uh, people have done, you already know that you don't want, you are not going to vote for this person and you you have reasons why you don't want to vote for this person. I don't want to expose myself to more negativity about that person. And today I remember I was talking to, um, to a friend and the, the friend was saying to me, oh, it's good for you to listen to those analyses just to keep yourself up to date. And I said, no, I don't want to listen to them because I may just be forced to go outside and carry a placard. <laughs> you know, when I hear some things that would just, um, not be be easy to to bear when you begin to hear revelations of the nasty things that people have done and how they have ripped this nation off and ripped people off you just get angry more and more so i have to protect my spirit i have to protect my soul our lord jesus christ said if your eyes will make you to sin pluck it off if your hand will make you to sin cut it off he's not saying you should cut off your hand or pluck out your eyes physically but what he's saying that whatever it is that will lead you to sin please Please avoid it. Please, please avoid it. If you know that, if you know that, um, uh, listening to those, for me, for example, I know that listening to those analyses will make me angry, you know, and could even make me curse. Like I, I, I could just get so angry and begin to wish some people bad. So I have to avoid putting myself in that state. I have to avoid putting myself in a state of anger. Um, uh i was going to i was going to give another example yes so some years ago about uh three years ago now i remember that i was a fan of wwf the wrestling uh federation i think it's, it's called wwe now and this is not doing any disservice to what they are doing i'm just sharing my own experience I was enjoying watching wrestling. Like I would return from work and after um, freshening up, I just sit down, watch it for a few minutes, sometimes for an hour or two before I retire to sleep. Over time, and I cannot really explain when this happened, but over time I realized that I, I began to feel combative. <laughs> I began to feel like I was in a combat mode, like... Um, 
uh, I could be in a situation and I'll be thinking, okay, this is how I'll defend myself. I can lift this person up like this and I can, you know, different things were just going on in my mind until God helped me to understand that. Do you realize what is happening to you? That this thing you are filling your mind with is beginning to play with your, um, is beginning to play with your personality. I have never fought in my life. I have never fought anybody physically, except my siblings when we were little that would, uh, just to throw tantrums at each other. Um, but in terms of fighting anybody outside physically, I have never done that. And watching this thing just made me feel like ah, if somebody tries to attack me now, this is how I will tackle the person or, oh, this person is just talking trash. Now I could just kick this person, brush this person from under, you know, the way you see them do it. And God helped me to realize that, look, this thing was altering my personality and making me the kind of person that I did not want to be. And I had to stop. I had to stop watching it. I had to stop watching it. And I began to pray to God to heal my mind. So what you expose your mind uh, to, what you expose your soul to, what you see with your eyes, what you hear with your ears, they impact your soul, your personality, and as much as you can. Please try to protect your heart. Please try to protect your soul. Please try to avoid those things that can mislead your soul and your spirit. I hope you've been blessed today. May God bless the word that we've heard. May God keep you. May God protect you. And yes, we are about to enter the Valentine week. So what do you plan to do for yourself? We should probably talk about self-love and self-care. You, look, you cannot love you. Nobody can love you more than you love yourself. Because if people try to love you more than you love yourself, you think that they are even deceiving you. You think that they are tricking you. So you need to care for yourself. And we we'll probably will do a session on that soon. So until then, God bless you. Catch you. Thank you for listening. God bless you. I love you. Bye-bye.